Hello, is this thing on? Well, yes, thank goodness it is on. And welcome to The Audra Show. This is your host, Audra Laquadera. Today is October 12th, 2016, and this is what was supposed to be episode number 48 of The Audra Show, but is now episode number 47 of The Audra Show. Due to not one, but two boneheaded errors on my part that I will get to in a moment. But as far as this episode goes, now episode 47, my guest was a very good friend of mine from San Francisco named Bita Nazem Kelly. She has a blog called Beats Eats, where she posts a lot of um, homemade Persian recipes And uh, now videos about how to make them. Also, um, just, you know, great things to do with leftovers, tips um, on what to do with like extra mint, and also just great pictures of all the yummy food she goes out and eats around town in San Francisco and elsewhere on her travels. So since she had never been to Denver, I had wanted to have her on the show. She decided to come here in person so we could check out the scene, uh, do a little food tour, and record our episode. Uh, So all of that happened. It was very fun. Um, We did talk about the food tour in some detail on the episode. And it was great. Yeah, I thought it I thought it was a pretty fun and uh, good engaging episode. I was pleased uh, until <laughs> I went to go stop the recording and save it and realized that I had not turned on the microphones. So essentially, we were talking into the microphones, but we were only being recorded by my regular laptop microphone. So that was heartbreaking in and of itself. But after I swallowed that for a second, I um, (laughs) went to go save it and realized that I had recorded it over the original episode number 47. Much to my horror. Um, You know, I tried not to panic. I thought that I could recover uh, that one, but unfortunately, I was not able to save episode number forty-seven. I, 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 I believe I actually deleted it completely. I think it's the only way I could have possibly done what I did. So that was very upsetting. Um, and then, yeah, I, I wasn't sure I could salvage this episode because. Um, it's really pretty canned sounding and far away and, um, you know, so I amplified the sound and, um, saved it, but it's definitely not, um, the greatest sound quality ever. Plus, in addition to that, Vita just so happened to pick the two days to come here where, um, the owners of the house where I'm renting um, f- the floor, the first floor, um, were having their trees removed. They had two trees in the front yard that were uh, unhealthy and they had tried to save them, but it didn't work. So they finally had to have them 
removed and it was happening that day. <laughs> so not only do we have the canned sound, we've got the uh we've got the chainsaws going in the background. Then we've got some interested uh neighbors who had to come over and chat and see what's going on. So there there's some things going on in the background. Um but hopefully it's engaging enough to keep your attention regardless of that. Uh, so my apologies really to Beta for that and to my listeners. Uh, I, you should be able to hear a difference between this intro and that hopefully you can. Otherwise, I just spent a whole lot of money on microphones for nothing. <laughs> um, other than that, Things are going well here in Colorado. I'm still uh, really enjoying it. I actually just got back from a hike, a little sunset hike, even though it was like 45 degrees out. Uh, but it was great. It was lovely over in Evergreen, Colorado. Yeah, so I'm still uh, I'm still enjoying it. Gilda's definitely still enjoying it. Still exploring, chasing bugs and... Uh, Oh my God, she she almost escaped the backyard. Yesterday, she chased a squirrel clear across the deck and flew over into uh, the the top of the shed. Not really flew over; it wasn't that far off the deck. But discovered for the first time that she could get onto the roof of the shed, and then almost jumped right over the fence into the front yard, which would set her free to the world. So <laughs> that was horrifying. So, she's probably eventually going to escape. Either that or she's going to climb a tree. She's going to figure out that she can climb a tree. One or the other. But I don't know. I feel bad about, like, making her stay inside all the time. Especially when there's, like, a such a great backyard that she can go exploring in and she loves. It's a moral dilemma that I'm having. But, um, yeah. She's enjoying herself. I mean, I'm still trying to get used to driving here in Denver. It is nutty. I'm, I feel like I'm getting used to it. I'm definitely getting used to the um, the aggressive, what I call the aggressive anti-merge stance. Agri- they're being aggressively anti-merge. They don't like any sort of um, changing lanes, uh, which I've discussed. But the the other thing that I've realized recently and I think I've talked about the fact that like right on red is like it's your job like they somebody will cut you off to make a right on red like they're supposed to I'm like you know you're you're supposed to <laughs> wait for the person who has the right of way like the person who has a right of way is not supposed to slam on their brakes when you're making your right on red or you're right at a stop sign so everybody does that I've also gotten a little more used to that I just assume somebody's going to cut me off when I'm approaching an intersection and try to try to get ahead of it. But um, the crazy thing is, at green lights, which, by the way, last... I mean, like, if you're sitting at a red light and have to go straight, can't make that right on red. I mean, it, it's, there are times when I'm, like, positive that the light's broken on a regular basis because you wait so long. I mean, it's, like, forever. And... I don't know. They must nod off or something because by the time it's over, you'd think they'd be like itching and like tear out like people do in in New York. And they're like, oh, it's green. Mm, Maybe I'll think about going. 
I guess I should probably go now. And it's like, what the, what is happening over there? And especially the green arrow, because, I mean, honestly, if you could get two cars through a green arrow before it turns yellow in Denver, you're lucky. (laughs) But anyway, other than that, it's, uh, it's been great. Still definitely loving it, taking advantage of all the exciting things that Colorado has to offer. And getting ready to vote. You know, I'm not going to talk too much about the election. I want my Facebook friends that are listening to know that I do talk about other things beside the election. Man, I've been trying hard not to talk so much about this election, but it is difficult on social media, as I'm sure everybody knows. Some people are just more restrained. What a ridiculous election. I honestly can't even get into it. I mean, it, it's been going on forever. Like, we need to not with these two-year election cycles. It's more than two years. You know the second election day is over. They're going to be talking about 2020. Oy. Anyway, thank you once again for listening to The Audra Show. Please follow us on Facebook, on iTunes, on Podbean, on Twitter, um, the my website oddlack.com slash the Audra show and you can also email me at the show at gmail.com any comments or feedback are appreciated on any of those uh, platforms so thanks again for listening and here it is the new episode number 47 do, 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 musical interlude Yay, welcome to Denver. Thank you. Of course, I had said a while ago, I want to get Beats Eats on here as a podcast guest. And then, you know, I said, when is that happening? And you said, I'll just come to Denver. (laughs) Well, it's great. I've never been here. I've never been here. Yeah. And we did a little food tour. Yeah, but it was wild because I was honestly thinking the same thing. I was like, you should just come here. Exactly. Do a food tour. Yeah. I didn't even know you hadn't been here. No, I haven't been here. But flights are so cheap, too, which is weird that they're so cheap to San Francisco. That is great. You have been here since uh, Tuesday afternoon. Yep. We've had fun. So what? Uh, well, let's recap. I liked the little, kind of, we wouldn't eat too much at each place so that we would have room to go to another place. Oh, yeah. Tuesday, we just ate our way through the city. Yeah, we, we just, just like went straight. Got the bags in the trunk. <laughs> and then we're like, all right, let's go. You went to Tom's Urban. Yes. Your thoughts? Let's have your, like, mini review of each place we went to. Sure. Um, that was the one where we were in the booth, right? The booth. <clears throat> the big booth. And you took a, a, a lot, well, not, you say not so many pictures. I didn't take a ton. I mean, I took, like, probably, like, of the food itself. We, I, there were three things, I think, that we took pictures of. Uh, there was that edamame, which was, like, oh, yeah, spicy edamame. and spicy. That, that was good. really good. I know what we ended on, I didn't want to say that. Yes, the fried pickles. I had only had fried pickles like twice in my life. Those weren't the best fried pickles I've ever had. They, I had some in Nashville that I thought were better. I think I've only had them one other they time. They got to be a lot. Like, you know, I mean, you don't want infinite quantity of fried pickles. Yeah. I'm good at like four to five fried pickles. It had a nice dipping sauce. But I ate too many. Yeah, the it's dipping kind of sauce like was good. cumin creamy. The breading was sauce. not like your traditional fried breading. It was more of like a, not cornmeal, but almost mealy. Yeah, it was. Was it cornmeal? It might have been cornmeal. Okay. Um, what so else? Was, we, have, we have another appetizer there. We did. Uh, we had the chicken popsicles. 
oh, those were good. Those were good. And I was starving, too. So I was like, oh, these are the best. I was starving, too, because I hadn't eaten all day in yeah. anticipation of your arrival. And then we got then the um, two banh mi tacos. Oh. Yeah. They were good, but they were the pork belly. But I didn't think banh mi needed to be a taco. Yeah. Well, it was like they were having a – they had a good happy hour. So we got that off the happy hour menu. Just kind of like, oh, let's try that. Yeah. No, I'm glad we tried it. Yeah, I, I, I was, was curious good, about the fish taco. I didn't want it the chicken. I mean, it just was, was like good. weird. I was like, I'm. Why am I eating a bon me and a tortilla instead of eating a bon me and the normal bread? Yeah, that's but, what it felt like. Yeah, but I like that, like being able to eat different foods with like a tortilla or whatever, like kind of taken out of the like traditional whatever. I know. I love the twist on it. Yeah, I love that they tried it. I just don't think that they particularly. Pulled it off better than a bombing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it was kind of like a, this is a pointless twist. Yeah. To me. Yeah, it was maybe, it was maybe unnecessary. Yeah. Maybe you didn't need to have the five different kinds of the tacos. I wish like, I had had a, like a fish taco. Yeah, me too. But still good. But still very good. Um, it looked like I had like a nice bar area. The, and then, yeah. we sat, we sat in a, like a big rounded booth, which was, it was kind, kind of, of empty because it was like three o'clock on yeah. a Tuesday. Yeah, I liked the seating that we were sitting on, but it was kind we of had empty. a nice big booth though. I did like yeah. having that big booth. For I think ourselves. yeah, me too. I think they liked us to be on that side too because like the, we were from like street view, so it looks like you know there's more people <laughs> yeah. sitting in the restaurant. Just people up front. Yeah, just you know spread them out through the restaurant. The and we did nice. order a lot. <laughs> huh? We did order a lot. We did order multiple things, so that was good. So but that was fun. Did we have something after that? No, we didn't have like an entree there. Just, no, then we're like, you know what, let's quit now and go to the next stop. Which was? I think we walked to Union Station at that point. We did. Correct. We walked through there, and then we had a we had we a drink at the through, terminal bar outside of Union Station. Yeah. We walked through Union Station, and there was that cute little shop that had, like, those little, like, napkins and little figure things. Oh, right, right. And then we walked through Mercantile, which we loved. But we didn't we didn't stop in there. But Mercantile is so cute with those little like I love those little artisanally, just making the fresh, like you know special like they had different yeah like jars of different yeah stuff that they had made in house and that right. was really cute. It yeah, was really cute. But we cute. just weren't in the right moment to stop there. But we could maybe have time to swing by. Yeah, I uh, maybe like on the way to the airport this afternoon. Yeah, there's probably time to like swing in there. Probably maybe not stop and eat, but if you want to buy stuff. Well, they have like a two to five snacks. Oh, I see. <laughs> oh, that actually could work out that, perfectly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right. Well, as long as we don't talk for three hours, we'll have time for that. So then we walked through there, and then we went to that. Um, what what was that called? You said. I believe it was Terminal Bar. Okay. It's like the outside extension of Terminal. Okay, yeah, and that was fun. Which was nice. I had the, that graham cracker porter from Denver Beer Company. That was pretty yummy. Yes, and then I had um, a sparkling wine. Was it sparkling? It was at the beginning. It was on the tap. Yeah, why was it such a giant glass, though? Sparkling wine is usually like yeah, a flip. Yeah, yeah. That's like know, a so large I, glass of wine. I know. I was um, Blunt? No, impressed by the size oh. <laughs> of the, the glass and the Both pour. Both of those. <laughs> Um, then we got that sausage there. No, the chicken apple sausage. <laughs> That's right. The chicken apple sausage that came with that, uh, sauerkraut and gar- uh, German potato German salad, potato which salad. I haven't had since my days at the Valley Cottage Deli. Shout out to the VCD where I worked in high school. And, um, um, well, the, the coleslaw had like a little grainy mustard, didn't it? Yeah. 
That was the that was German the, potato salad. Yeah, that was the sauerkraut. It had that mustard to it. The sauerkraut had that. You did? No, it was I think, mustard. I think you're thinking of the... That was in the, the potato salad. The potato salad had mustard? Yeah, it has like vinegar and mustard. And then that okay. had mustard. I and then the um, that little cranberry relish. That one's pretty yummy. Yeah, that was a good little snack. Yeah, that was a good little bite right there. And then from there, we went to dinner, right? <laughs> oh, no. Then we went to trivia. <laughs> trivia night at Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Yeah. Is that the next? Oh, that's the one we went next, I think. I think so, yeah. Yeah, because we drove over there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I keep forgetting that about trivia night. That was pretty fun. That was fun. You're really good at it. I yeah. wasn't that good. We were in like 15th out of 17. <laughs> Something like Maybe that. Maybe 13. A little better. Yeah. We did have that one 10 out of 10 round I, uh, with yes. the songs. Yeah. And our team name was The Inner Sunset. Which I love. <laughs> That's going to be the best name for sure. Um, there, we had two things to eat, which I like loved both of them. And you, didn't, you weren't a big fan of both of them. Well, no, the figs. No, it was the dates. Dates, dates. dates stuffed with goat cheese wrapped in prosciutto. That's what it was. Yeah, no, it's not that I wasn't a fan of those. There was just something off about it. And maybe it was the goat cheese with the... Maybe. I love goat cheese. And but I love dates. But I think that combination... And it had honey on it, too. So I think that it had... I think it had, like, a balsamic glaze and it was on top of arugula. And I think it had a honey, like, drizzle. Yeah. And which, which the honey kind of threw me off a little bit, but... Maybe that was it. It was like, I don't have a good enough palate to identify it, but it was like one of those. It's like you bit into it and it was so delicious. And then all of a sudden there was like, it must've been the goat cheese. Cause all of a sudden it was like, what? It was probably the goat cheese. Which is it, had, it was just like a weird twist, I really but it was still it. good. I mean, I, it was good. I just didn't think it was like amazing as you did. I thought but they were amazing. And the dates, I, I like dates. I eat dates on regular occasion. Dates are, I mean, I eat a lot of protein food, but yeah. So I just really loved it. It was like super juicy and like a plump, gushy, sweet, caramelized flavor to the um, date. The texture I was agree. Really good. And then that. the prosciutto yes. was nice and like crunchy, but it wasn't like was it prosciutto? Yeah, or it was, was it bacon? It was prosciutto. It was prosciutto from the menu. I remember I didn't remember saying that it was prosciutto. And I liked it better than bacon because bacon can be a little too yeah, thick. Bacon sometimes. might have been weird. And you can't, it's not as delicate. Right, Maybe but like these, like the like the, cook, the prosciutto was like cooked. Yeah. I'm not well, used to cooked prosciutto. Mm-hmm. Maybe that had something to do with it. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. They were good. They were very good. On like a little arugula. And then the second thing, which is something that I would like make sometime, it was the cauliflower. That was, uh, oh, but oh. It, was, it was the fried cauliflower. Buffalo. With buffalo sauce on it. Which I would totally do something like that. I'll do like buffalo chicken, like, and then put it on top of a salad or do Again, this. Again, I feel like oh, props for the creativity. Like, oh my god, I, I ate the whole thing. I you know, know from the description, thing. I was all for it. Yeah, I was like, this, you picked it. Yeah, I was like, that's the, probably the only thing I would want to get. Yeah, I don't know why. For some reason, I was like, I don't. I, maybe I just didn't. I feel like it didn't make the click between like buffalo like i was just thinking that's what they called it like sometimes i don't make that connection like buffalo is an actual like flavor oh, now okay like buffalo wings like people make buffalo everything buffalo pizza yeah yeah like that's a thing that people do and that's a real flavor that could happen in your life at any yeah. moment oh yeah i think in my brain for some reason i was thinking of a cheesy cauliflower uh-huh. or something i i didn't obviously read it 
closely enough. And was like, sure, because, you know, I can usually eat anything. And I was like, I don't know. I think it was just heavier than I was expecting and also denser. Yeah, it was quite. But it was great because it's like a vegetable. I was expecting it, I think, to be more vegetable-y. But I enjoyed that. And I was hungry, so I ate that. And it was great. It was perfect. And it had blue cheese sprinkled on top. Yeah. It was, I mean, I ate a decent amount of it. You know, I wasn't, like, gross. I was trying to get into it. And then we got the trivia and we lost. But that's okay. Yeah, we we were far enough down that we had no chance of a comeback in the in the lightning Oops. round. Yeah, yeah, but and we had we, right. there. we had some okay rounds, but we had some not so okay. Rounds. We had that coconut. What was it? Coconut porter. Coconut porter. Yeah, which was the one I had. I had a broken compass, which was I guess close to Breckenridge. Maybe that was a yummy coconut porter. But that was actually they said like an award winning porter. Oh, so this one that we got wasn't the one that you had had. It wasn't tried. the same brewery, oh, was no. it? Because I was like, yeah, it's, it kind of tastes like almond joy, but like not that much. Yeah, no. The one and the one I had also was draft. It wasn't canned, so it was like super fresh and like you could oh, really like good. the coconut was super fresh. You could taste it. Oh, really? It was yummy. Mm-hmm. It was definitely yummy. And that one, yeah, the the coconut was like much more subtle in that one. But yeah, it was. I don't remember. I don't even remember the brewery. It was some brewery. We had a couple of these. That was weird. Get it like I actually don't remember it, was it like being so purpley. Yeah, I mean purpley is obviously, but I remember it's an Abita beer, which I always like because it sounds kind of like Abita. Um, so, but I hadn't gotten one in a long time. I don't remember it tasting like grape like that. But maybe I just I don't know. Maybe it was a different slight. I don't know. Yeah, it tasted like somebody mixed a light beer with a grape crush. Yeah, it was really unnecessary. I didn't, I didn't need it like that, but you know that was good. Yeah, so that was fun. That was a cool place, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. I, I had been meaning to, I was wanting to check that out. Yeah, I like that. And I like how they had that outside, you know, you, yeah, you were outside open air. Much. Yeah, the whole thing. Even inside, it was all open air in the brewer's bar. And if it got really annoying for our neighbors. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, well, it's all, you know, I'm sure on weekends it's very, like, chatty. And, you know, we probably yeah. wouldn't want to have been there on, like, Friday or Saturday, I assume. I don't know. I haven't been there, but. I think Tuesday was probably more my speed there these days. That was fun. Yeah, that was really fun. And then the next day we went to Colorado. We had kind of a productive morning. We spent some time oh, yeah, on, right. on Beats Eats, which we need to discuss. But yes. we're, uh, we did that. Yeah. We did oh, audio we, show stuff, blog we, stuff. We, we'll work, we did yeah. a little work in the morning. We helped each other with our blogs and websites, mm-hmm. which was great. Google Analytics. I've got Google that set Analytics. up. So click away, people. Yes. <laughs> Um, and then we went out to... Then we went to Denver Biscuit Company. Denver Biscuit Company. Which was like, once you said the name the other day, like you said, I'm not sure. I was like, oh my God, this is so good. I, I can't believe it took me right that long to tell you about that place, especially knowing your love of fried chicken. Oh my God. So... But that was a, a San Francisco restaurant recommendation. My friend Jess in SF told me I had to go oh, there. Oh, that's right. And you saw her. And that was the first time I went there as well. Yeah, I sent her some taunting oh. pictures of my... Menu and my breakfast. Oh, there goes some chainsaw. So there's some tree work going on here at the house. We sat there for two days, but they're digging up trees. I like to be surrounded by productivity. (laughs) So we went to Denver Biscuit Company. Oh my god, and had biscuits and gravy. Yes, you got a really nice Bloody Mary. That Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary had. It was some sort of milk stout. Milk, yes. Yes, it had a milk, stout some kind there. of milk stout mixed uh, in the ni- bl- on nitro, though. a nitro one, right, in the Bloody Mary. Yeah, they, they said that was like the first shot of the Bloody Mary. Isn't that crazy? 
that it was, was delicious and like a side dish in itself it yeah, was had the celery, so had a it was pickle, honestly had i have to be honest stuff, i've had i think that's only the second bloody mary i've had when i was here in november mia and i drove up to breckenridge and i had a bloody mary up there that was unreal i can't even remember the name of the place and i'm like i i said to the waitress that day i think this might be the best bloody mary i've ever had in my life and honestly like that one but that was your first one my you first. said you've only had two in Colorado. Oh, oh. No, I mean, I love Bloody Marys. I actually make them. They had a long-standing oh, tradition of New Year's Day of making Bloody Marys. And the year that my dad passed away, I was in Florida, and I'm like, it's New Year's Day. I need a Bloody Mary. And I was like, all right, I'm going to try and make them. And I made a batch, like, totally winging it from scratch. Like, you know. Yeah. And, you know, all my aunts and uncles and cousins were there. So I was making, like, giant amounts of them. And they were all like, these are awesome. And it was like, I guess I know how to make Bloody Marys. Yeah. But, you know, whatever, they're just, you're basic. It's not like anything amazing, but they're good. It's delicious. It's not like would win a competition or something. You never know. You never know. But my relatives enjoyed them and I did. But this, yeah, the one, so I love Bloody Marys, but, um, yeah, that with the, with the nitro stout. Man, yeah, that was awesome. interesting. I've never seen that before, to have like a stout in a Bloody Mary, which I thought was interesting. Very good. I highly recommend. Yeah. But it does, it makes it like a. A meal, even more of a meal than the Bloody Mary already is. Yeah, because yeah. it had like like a picture on the top. So it has lemon, lime, and lemon is a must, I say, for a Bloody Mary. But I don't need the lime on top of it. And then it had an olive, which I love too, green olive. And it had a pickle. And it had a little pickle, which was great. And the celery. I could have gotten the celery. I don't care, but I prefer a bean, a string bean, over a celery. But that's just a personal preference. Yeah, I was pretty excited about that little mini. Bloody Mary had the other day, and it had shrimp in it, a strip of bacon in it. Oh, shrimp, that's good. Yeah. Bacon, what else? Like, bacon. Bacon. Yeah, it has ba bacon in it. It was great. And you had, yes, what was it, a super mimosa? Super mosa? Maybe. I don't remember. Some, it had some funny twist in it. And what was it? It, it was, I think it had clementine vodka in it. Orange juice and sparkling. Yeah. It was just a regular mimosa. But I remember clementine was somehow in her brain. I think she said she put it's it like in the vodka. It's like flavored vodka. I don't think it's supposed to put vodka in a mimosa, but no. that's, <laughs> that's why it was called Super Mimosa. Okay, Super Mimosa. Yeah, so that was delicious, too. And we were sitting outside, and it was really nice and beautiful weather. We both got biscuit and gravy. You were the sunny-side-up egg. I did. Mine was the sunny-side-up egg with um, the sausage. sausage gravy. And Mine I was over easy. Yeah. So yeah. I could not have Oh, there was a good picture of this that you already posted on Instagram. I did. I posted that picture oh, because Oh, because that beats eats twist. Were you just going to say the same thing? Well, I was going to just point out that we did have the fried chicken right. that we had. We got a That's fried chicken. And then I put my fried chicken in the biscuit sandwich. And I put it in there. And then there's the little fried egg on top. And the fried chicken. And the biscuit. Two biscuits. Very flaky. And then the sausage gravy. And I got the mushroom gravy on the side to try that out. Too. It was very good. The mushroom gravy was very mushroomy. It was, I think, yeah. someone who doesn't eat meat would really appreciate that. Um, the sausage one was very, very good. And yeah, I took a great picture of that. I really liked it as well. Yeah, I would like to just point out. <laughs> so when the waitress came back, I was like, how is everything? And you were still taking pictures. And I, of yeah. course, was like halfway through mine because I eat like a lunatic. 
<laughs> well, I do I want it's great, but she still took a picture. Yeah, I did because then I like you know I moved the chicken over, which was fine because I was just finishing my drink too. So I moved this chick, the chicken and the egg. I moved that over, and then I put it, and then I was actually done. But then I was like, you know what? I want an action shot of the yolk. So I yeah. wanted to break the yolk and have the yolk oozing, and I took I wanted to take a quick picture of them. And so that's when they walked that's up. When they showed back up our waitress and her training. Yeah. But they, they thought it looked really good, oh too. Like, I, think it's I think they're going to like add that to the menu. Already. You should have tagged, um, they should, A, add a slice of fried chicken. Yeah. Um, As an option. It wasn't even an option. You had to order it separately. Yeah, we just randomly ordered a side dish just to eat it. Well, I, well, you I knew definitely. All along they were shoving it in there. I, of course. Well, because they did have, they, ha- they do have another biscuit sandwich that has fried chicken in it, but it also has like a... It had like a creamy cheddar sauce, yeah, bacon, and yeah, they had several varieties with the chicken in it. Something else, and I was like, you know, I don't want all that. I just want the chicken. Yeah, they didn't and then have a straight up option it. like that. You're right. Thrown and you should have. Did you tag them in it? I did. Well, I tagged my location in there. You did. Yeah. All right. So that was meal one <laughs> for Wednesday, and then what did we do? Then we walked around for a while. Yeah, we got coffee. Walked around, got coffee, pulled stuff that you wanted to pick up and eat. Yeah, because we didn't go to Denver Biscuit until noon. Yeah, because we spent the morning kind of drinking coffee. And, and then we, yeah, we walked around downtown for a while. Yeah, we saw those guys on the bikes. They were oh, riding down this down big stairs, staircase. The walkway over the <laughs> river. Yeah, that was fun. I liked it. They were excited. Probably find them on Snapchat, because that's all the Snapchat. Should I do my way Snapchat you? Somebody posted, they're like, what? Yeah, then I got the cold-pressed coffee that doomed oh. me to staying up till 5 a.m. Yeah. Because I'm old, so apparently no caffeine after, like, noon anymore for me. Yeah. I was up till 5 a.m. because of the coffee at 2. I think you were just into the show that you were watching. No, I wasn't. I watch TV all the time. I usually don't even make it through a whole episode, no matter what, even if it's, like, my favorite show. And you fall asleep? I'm out cold, yeah. With the TV then? I'll wake up hours later and I'll be, you know, my computer by that point is on sleep and whatever. I just put it away. <laughs> but I'm a sleeper. I don't yeah. get insomnia. I mean, there's once in a while where, yeah, I'm definitely into a show and I'm, like, staying up for the show. But this was not the case. But this show, just by the way, is unreal, which oh. I have to say. I don't know. I just heard about it recently. And the lead actress, Constance Zimmer, got nominated for an Emmy. And so I got into it. It's a, a drama about behind the scenes at a reality show like The Bachelor called Everlasting. It's crazy. It's pretty crazy, but it's it's good. It's like kind of like a Melrose place, I guess. You know, it's just like people That's doing sweet. really shitty things to each other. And but it is also it's like like not as campy as Melrose Place. Like it is like a real drama. Like you know, they kind of see like what the, the people who are doing these shitty things like go through. I mean not that, that makes it better, but it's just makes it drama, I guess. But it's comedy. It is a, I mean, yeah, some of it's comedy too. But it's, it's, I would put it, I would say it's more drama. It's like Melrose Placey kind of drama, like nighttime soap opera drama. But it's good, but it's not like stay up all night good for that, you know. It was more like, I'm glad I'm, that was like my jam. Yeah, I'm glad like if I'm going to be binge watching this show, it's in the middle of the night when there's nothing else I would be doing (laughs) instead. Um, But I definitely recommend it. I think it's good. Especially if you're into the, the, the Bachelor. Dude, I watched that show. I think I watched it. I watched like they were like a season. beach edition or something like that. I don't even know. I watched one of the early seasons. I and the girls actually, one of the girls was mad. Like, no joke, was mad at him for dating other women. 
I'm like, do you understand what's happening here? <laughs> but that's like the whole thing, like, they do need to meet. Yeah, I'm like, do you know what you signed up for? <laughs> like, you live with the other woman he's dating. You're like, hello? Like, I'm, like, I'm done with this. I can't. I'm like, this looks like soft porn. Really? It does. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it right? Okay, then it's not just me. I was like, wow. I'm like, this is on at like 8, 8.30, like on regular TV. It's like romance porn. I'm like, if I was like 11, I don't even know, 8, and like watching that, I would have like a pretty messed up view of like relationships and like... Well, you know, I mean, yeah, that's where right? that show came from, the mess of view of relationships. I mean, that's why it exists, because we already have a mess of view of relationships. Like, oh yeah, you're going to go on TV and meet the person of your dreams. But anyway, um, and then today we ate at... <laughs> you're skipping ahead, because after the cold press coffee... What did we do? What did we do? <laughs> what was that city called? Black Hog. Black Hog. We went and gambled, of course, which was not really even my idea. I mean, we talked about it a little bit, and I said I had been up there, but... I think it was a good mutual decision. Well, I mean, of course. I was like, I'm never going to turn down an opportunity to go gamble. This week, this was over the weekend. This two, two days, we've been pushing decisions on the other person. No, you decide. I don't care. You just decide. No, you decide. No, you do. I just, I, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? I am of the feeling that if somebody is in a new city for the first time, I think I presented you with lots of options and recommendations and restaurants. Really great ones. You're the foodie around here, so I, mean, I don't know what you want to eat. I wanted food. you to eat what you wanted to eat and get to the places you wanted to get to. So I wanted Which to we just did. leave it up to you. I mean, if you Which and I we totally did. went on vacation together to another third location... Well, this is and you were like, and I, I wouldn't be like, you decide everything. I'd be like, then of course I'd be like, let's decide together. But I'm like, I'm here. I can eat this stuff whenever I feel like going in. I know. I also don't have a experience together. Yeah, I do. So I'm like, you need to decide what you want to do on your vacation and your time in this new city. It's well, pointless for me to make I wanted to spend time with you too, so that made well, yeah. it great the yeah. whole time. You have a lunch for me, did you? Thank you for <laughs> touring me around. Show you everything. Oh yeah. Um. So we did. We went to Black Hawk. And we spent a few hours there. We did, and we both ended up on the plus side. Yeah. Which was always which fun. is always such a nice way to spend an evening. Hours. <laughs> and I didn't spend any. Right. Well, that's the thing. It's always like you know you got to say break even's a win because you yes. sit there for four hours and break even. You had a free night. Yeah. Out. Even if you go into the movies for four hours. Even if you. Even if you lose seventy bucks. It's still a good, you know, you still had a good night out if you're there yeah. four hours. Right. But to win is like, yeah, we just spent a night out and came home with a profit. I mean, it's like the best. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, I really, we were leaving. And then we spent that last, we cashed out and then I had like $2 and I went to, um, <coughs> oh, right. I was like, I just want to find that. Oh, you had broken even. Yeah, I broke even. I had $2. Well, first, you were up early and I, I was up down. early. Yeah. I got up. I was like, Phew, wow, I just made $100. Here, yeah. RJ, here's yeah. 20 bucks I bought for you. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I made money quick, fast. fast. And then we left that place. And then the and other we went place. To another casino. Yeah, and then we left. Yeah, then we left. And then we left. You know, we ended out okay, but, like, it was a not easy. It was a battle. The whole night, the cards we were, were a battle. battle. But I hit a good run and did really yeah, you well. Did. And made yeah. back a lot of, all of my money. Yeah. And more. And more. So then, yeah. yeah so, so then the I was even. Night, I was up even. two bucks. I'm up. We're ready to go. And then I was bucks. like, I bet two. I was like, you know, I'm just going to put these $2 bills into that. You were looking for that Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, Wheel of Fortune. Twenty five cents Machine. Oh, machine. Yeah. And I didn't have, like, singles earlier to do it. So I was like, oh, I got two ones. I'm going to just go put this in here. And I did. And then I hit the Wheel of Fortune. 
<laughs> you did. Yeah, a couple of times. Yeah. And then that first one, I got, I'm spinning the wheel and got the wheel and got 180 quarters. Oh, yeah. That and then nice. played basically whatever. And then ended up netting out with like 50 bucks. So that $2 for me was 50 bucks. Yeah. And of course, while you were doing that, I decided to throw like six bucks in there and didn't even make back a cent of it. Yeah. Tossed it right all out the window. Yeah. Yeah, that's why slots. I, I mean, like I said, I am. I don't consider myself a lucky person. I'm not a person who has luck. Like I need something where I have to inject a little strategy into it in order to be successful. There were some cards though last night. I think I had gotten really lucky on some cards. I was like, I just don't want to hit it. Like I just do want to hit it. And yeah, then, you're one of those people who does not play by the rules, and it works. And it's like, I want to choke you, but I'm also like, I don't at all want to choke you. Yeah. I want because you sometimes to it like saves the table or like whatever. You yeah. Know? And like if it's working, it's like I can't argue with it. Yeah. And then like I get so like, oh, you needed to hit that. And then I'm like, why am I it. bothering? <laughs> it's working every time for you. And, like, and when I didn't do it, I was always like, I knew I shouldn't have done yeah. that. And I'm like, I do believe in that. I believe in like the mojo of the table and stuff and that kind of thing. So I like, I believe like you need to do what you're feeling yeah but it's like also same thing like those two times i never hit on a 12 if i have a 12 against a two or a three i never hit on it and twice in a row i hit on it i'm like i'm just gonna do it i was feeling it and both times like i busted mm -hmm. and both times i shouldn't have done it and i'm like 98 yeah. percent of the time i will stay on that hand those hands and it's like it always confirms it like for me it's like i don't i i need to play by the rules for yeah. me but that's just me it's rare that I break the rules and succeed at it. Most of the time, I play by the rules and fail at <laughs> it. Well, as most people do, obviously, it's a gamble. It's a gamble. But anyway, but it was fun. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, that was a good little, like, trip activity. <laughs> it was. It was an adventure excursion. We went on. Yeah. And a beautiful drive. It was so beautiful. The mountains are right there. Yeah. Driving it's, through it's them. It's pretty awesome. It was beautiful. It's getting more and more built up out there. And then we came back and we had a little snack. <laughs> a little snack. Our we dinner. got rubber twice. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. I'm embarrassed to even admit that we went to Taco Bell. <laughs> twice. Twice we went through the drive-thru. And of course I was like, I'm not getting anything. All right, I'll get something. All right, I'll get something. I'll get something else. <laughs> so how can I say no? So, but I did have, what, two tacos to your, what, eight, 18 tacos? <laughs> I had... I had five tacos, I think. Three to four oh there, two seconds. Five tacos and like a, we're a little bit of a beef burrito. You know? He's like, oh, yeah, okay, hold on. He's like, oh, hey, you're back? Oh, yeah, hold on. <laughs> I'm like, did you forget about us? And we pull up, he's like, oh, it's you guys. <laughs> like, yeah, we were sitting over there shoveling down our tacos. Yeah, those were delicious tacos. <laughs> Crispy. Delicious tacos. I, I feel a little guilty that you were here and you ate those tacos. But, hey, you're the foodie. So, I mean, I have to defer to you. I mean, I love tacos. I love eating tacos. I love making tacos. I love tacos. But, but they, but they, even more no, than you they, would eat Taco Bell then. Yeah, no, just the crunchy taco is really my go to. The crunchy taco, beef, it's great. I mean, I've been eating it since I'm a little kid. And it's delicious. <laughs> and it's just like, it's just comfort food. It's like really good comfort food for me. And it doesn't like make me ill. I know some people like stomachs are a little bit more sensitive. And I feel fine. I enjoy it. So I ate five of them. <laughs> And I'm telling you, if you had, like, three more in front of me, I probably would have eaten them, too. I mean, I probably would have, too, but I had two. Then you I had, had soft tacos. I had soft tacos. They're just 
less messy. That's the only reason. Yeah, the other ones are crunchy, but it's so good with ice cream. I also have some ice cream later at home, of course. I mean, we do. American dream. And then stayed up till 5 a.m. watching Unreal. That's unbelievable. And then today, but you gotta do what you gotta do. You know, I'm like, don't yeah. find it. Whatever. I'm not. Yeah, whatever. Might as well get rid of binge watch this dumb show. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then today we went to the left coast, right coast, the right coast pizza. Right coast uh, pizza. New Jersey, Jersey style. New Jersey style pizza, which a Lyft passenger had told me about a while ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, knowing that I was a New Yorker and also a person who lived in San Francisco for 15 years and refuses to admit that they even serve pizza in that city. It was, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it's delicious. It was delicious. My pizza slice had a fried egg on it, so that was appropriate yeah. for like a brunchy type of pizza. Yeah. And I got the Harvest something Yeah, which I have never salad. seen a fried egg on a pizza. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like that. I've had that up in, I've had it a few times. The Arisa Mendy Bakery in the Inner Sunset, they do a pizza that has an egg on it. And oh, then, really? Mm-hmm. There's a place up in uh, Point Reyes that you go to, like, the um, Cowboy Queen. And, and yeah. there's, like, a little cafe, and they have egg, uh, They have pizzas in the morning. So what what are the other toppings on your slice? It's green chili. Oh, uh, green chili. So it's very popular here. Uh-huh. I've got, I think I added, I had Meat. bacon. Bacon. Did it have sausage, Scrumbled. too, or just bacon? I think it was a scrambled bacon. I had a place that was called the East Coast. That was white pizza, which I didn't really get that. Was it called the East Coast? Yeah. But it was white pizza. It was a white I pizza. House-made white pizza. House-made white sauce. Was what they yeah. Said. No, it was pretty yummy, but it wasn't like... It was, It was like, New Jersey and, and East Coast crust. Uh-huh. It was really huge. But it wasn't, like, regular New York pizza yeah. with all that, like, gooey, gooey cheese and all that. And, like, that's fine. Yeah. I just... I need to have that crust. Like, that crust needs... So you like the crust? The crust was good. Yeah, it was pretty good. And then you salad. had like a little, I had an antipasto salad, but yeah, in a bowl. I've never had that as a salad. I've had it more as like an antipasto with just yeah. meat, you know, you pick. Yeah, <laughs> I I liked that. That it was all the kind of stuff into that bowl like that. Yeah, no, I mean it was good. Yeah. I've never had it like that before. Then I got that harvest salad, which was delicious. That had <laughs> gorgonzola sprinkled on top. It had some like chicken, arugula. Walnuts, walnuts, apple. Were they like candy walnuts or just raw? Yeah, I really like raw walnuts. I like walnuts in baked goods, but I don't like walnuts on their own, or like candied or raw. But it does sound good. Yeah. It was really, it was delicious. I liked having that as that. I, I like I mentioned, I was like, oh, this would be great for the food. Oh yeah. Why didn't you do that? Because I already had the salad. Oh, and you're overthinking two to five mercantile in the back of your head, or like <laughs> guilty pleasure. Taco Bell. McDonald's French fries in the airport. Oh, there you go. Finally getting your McDonald's French fries. You have just French fries in general. I just haven't been French fries. Yeah, you really. I don't. You know why? Is walking by that McDonald's when I got into Denver, I was like, oh, French fries. The salty. It's bad. Once you get them in your head, it's hard to get them out. Yeah. They do a good job. Good job for hash browns. I gotta stop eating it. I have. I did. I did eat some when I got here. I'm always like yelling at people for eating. And then I, you will. yeah, I'm like, I can't be doing this. Like, it's gross, A, and I'm like such a hypocrite for even eating it with like the shit I gave people about it. Yeah. Half sister. But it's okay. I don't go but, I don't do fast food all the time. Yeah. I, I have pretty much managed to cut it back out of my life, thank God. But yeah. not the Ben and Joe's. The American dream is difficult. <laughs> so, how many of those pints do you go through a week? <laughs> oh, God. I mean, 
most of the time I, I don't allow myself to buy them, but I actually have an extra pint in there now because it was like two for five, which well, is pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty and good. I'll go through a pint usually. Yeah. Like, I mean, it takes me like three or four nights to go through a pint, I guess. If peanut butter is involved. Oh, yeah, with peanut butter, yeah. Some some weeks are worse than others sometimes. I'll eat like half a pound. But I've, I've gotten half better. I was in a bad place where I was eating like an ice cream sundae, like a legit ice cream sundae, like basically every night. And that Katie Gobo will tell you my struggles with that. And I was like, I, this has to end. I finally cut that out. And even now, like, I mean, I, I try not to buy it and stay away, but it's hard. Yeah. So, and I was, I was never a dessert person earlier. That's pretty much my downfall. I can really? tell, like, if I don't buy ice cream and don't eat ice cream, like, I can tell. Like, I feel thinner. And, and plus, you're eating it, like, really late at night. Yeah, and it's all sugar. And you're not, yeah. And it's like, that's me. Like, my weight is all my middle. It's all my stomach, basically. I'm either, like, feeling gross or, you know, a little bit better. Because other than that, I mean, I I eat relatively healthy. Healthy. I mean, I try to eat home more, you know, to obviously no one eating. And, like, I've been preparing dinner so I don't eat fast food if I'm driving and stuff. So, you know, I mean, that's just better and it's obviously cheaper and all around better to do. So it's like not terrible, but mm-hmm. I mean, like sometimes, you know, and then once in a while I'll get my hands on some kind of like, you know, something I shouldn't, and like a big CD or something and eat half of it. And a what? Like a, a big, big CD? CD. <laughs> I still have my moments where I will gorge myself. Like the, like the Denver Biscuit Company when you're still not even started yet, and I'm like halfway through my meal. <laughs> but then I... I proceeded to eat everything on my plate. As you should. But you didn't. I, I had like one bite of biscuit left. <laughs> I mean, it was barely considered. It was delicious. And, it the, was. and the serving size wasn't like enormous. Like it wasn't like. Plus I had the Bloody Mary, which as I mentioned, yeah, was like a Mary. side dish. So, yeah. But the serving size was like perfect. It was like. I didn't feel ill afterwards or anything. I didn't either. Well, I, I didn't feel ill, but I was full. You were really probably full. like Taco Bell. Like I wasn't even going to eat at Taco Bell, which was like nine hours later. Yeah. And I had I, I don't think I ate anything in between. You shared that one hot dog. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> we were leaving. That, I, was long. that was like almost 8.39. Yeah, I was starving. I'm like, I need to just put something in my stomach. I'm like, I can't even wait. My one complaint was that you didn't even agree with was the extra egg like the biscuit was so big that I felt like it was weird it would have been oh, weird right. to eat like the egg was optional yeah it was yeah. It was like just biscuits and gravy I'm like I don't some people are like really into that oh yeah I, I mean obviously like it's like yeah it's I mean popular, I love it but... too but I definitely appreciated the egg option. You didn't, I, you I didn't can't it? like to me I'm like I, I don't get it what's the meal if it's just biscuits and gravy oh, yeah. like it's just yeah, it's like dip in a piece of bread in the gravy, like, and that's your whole meal, like, you know, I'm Italian, of course, so that's how I think of it, but. Well, it would um, be like the equivalent of, like, pancakes. Yeah, I feel like it would be, like, the equivalent, oh, I guess, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So at least this gravy didn't have meat in it, and it was huge. Yeah, I, of course, was like, I need another egg for this, but it was good, it was really good. Yeah, I actually was, what would have liked maybe, and like, another egg, too. They actually, so we got there, I guess in the weekdays, they just have the biscuit menu, which is like sandwiches and like stuff like we got, and then the other side was pizza. Right. Yeah, the nighttime happy hour, the pizza and beer, and it was like, it was like dates. I was like, 
We almost That's came right. back to that. That's right. You wanted to go back to that. I'm not going to put the kibosh on it. Because I was like, yeah, well, we're not going, going to the same place. Well, I was like, there's so but many I know, places to go. I didn't know we were going to end up at Taco Bell. <laughs> well, <laughs> if I just, knew that, I would have gone and got the late night pizza. <laughs> that was fun. So anyway, that was our trip. We haven't even talked about... Well, today here. we went and had... Oh, yeah. We, we talked about that. Yeah, we talked about Bright yes. Pizza. And then we pizza. came back here, and here we are after our errand to get you the proper coffee. How yeah, is the coffee? Good. Did you, did you get to have a good cup of coffee? I did. I've had two. I'm going to go have one more. So we haven't even talked anything about your blog. Yeah. We decided to go with our trip first. I hope that was okay. Well, we talked about food before talking about more food. Well, that's what we're talking about with Beats Eats. What else are we talking about? Food. That's our focus of the day. Yeah. I think this is my first food-related episode. Awesome. You're my Woo-hoo. first foodie guest. So let's talk about food. So let's talk about Beats Eats. So I have a uh, personal website blog called Beats Eats. My name is Bita. Beats Eats. Um, the name came up in yeah. when I was living in New York. Um, I was at brunch with my husband, Paul. And I was taking a picture of this um, brunch cocktail that I had that had like thyme in it. It was like a, in a champagne flute. It was kind of like pinkish. I don't actually remember what it was, but I, I'm, I'm sure I wrote down what it was. But then it had like a thyme thing in it and the place was really cute. So um, I was taking a picture of it and Paul actually came up with the name. He's like, why don't you do Beats Eats? Cute. Yeah, because, you know, some people call me Beats. Beats. Yeah, that's like perfect. A short nickname. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a short nickname. Short. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's a short, short nickname. nickname. <laughs> um, so that's how I was, that's how I got my name. But yeah, it's just about it's me writing about food and talking about different recipes and showcasing Persian Your ingredients. Persian yep. My I'm 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 Bita. I'm the um, Persian girl desperately addicted to food. <laughs> That's your tag, the tagline of Beats Eats, yeah. which is BeatsEats.com. Yep, it is. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. And, and well, at Beats Eats. Yep. Beats Eats on Facebook. Is Beats, that? B-E-A-T-S, like beats of, like beat of music. Beats like, Eats. Yeah. <laughs> chomp, chomp, chomp. Um, but on Facebook, is it one word or two words, Beats Eats? It's actually two words on Facebook. Okay. Because I couldn't have one word that had a capital letter in the middle of it. Oh, so, really? So yeah. Okay. No, and I just wanted to like point out that it's like beats and eats. So if I had it just all lowercase, I don't yeah, think like people would. Seats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess some people miss spells or trying to write best seats. Oh, best so. seats in the house. All right. Well, there but you yeah, beatseats.com, That's me. So great, and you'll have all the and you'll have pictures of everything we just talked yeah. about. Yeah. So I take pictures of food that I eat, that I make, that I see, that inspires me, that I think is cool or different. Um, and like I was saying, like I so Persian ingredients and Persian like ways of cooking, cooking techniques. Um, I kind of like to just share that and share yeah. stuff about the culture. Like, oh, we eat this food during this holiday, or like yeah, this is awesome. how you make this thing, or. This it's is an easier new... way to cook this uh, this thing that may take like three days to cook. Like here, you can you can throw canned beans instead of slow cooking your own beans for two days, and you can make it in two hours versus like three days. So right. I'm like, oh, okay, I like to I would like to eat this. I don't want to wait three <laughs> like, days or go to like ten different stores and like get these very special special food ingredients. I mean, yes, if you are trying to do something very special or something, you know, want to do it true to that way, but. 
but you're trying to do more everyday stuff. Well, I mean, like, I like food a lot, and I'm a really busy person, and, you know, I run after a two-year-old, and, you know, I got family and friends, and I just have a lot going on, so it's like, I really like food, and I want to be able to eat food and enjoy it in my schedule. Right. And I like to cook a lot. Yeah. And, like, I eat out a lot, too, but I like to cook a lot, and I just have a great appreciation for food, so... I don't really like to waste food, so if I buy, like we were talking about there, like if I buy like a, like a bunch of mint, like I like to use it for whatever I'm going to use it for. But then like you know the next day, like rip some up and throw it on top of a salad, or if I make yeah. a sandwich and like stuff some in, in between the sandwich, it totally changes the whole dynamic of the sandwich or the salad. Right, and things that people would never think of as mint. Right, because I mean, like how many times will every type of like fresh herb, like do we throw away like half of it because? Yeah. Oh, I, I try to put it in a jar with like sitting in water and like it just all whatever. Right. I've I thrown away so parsley, much. You put the parsley in the freezer and then I never use it. Yeah. Or yeah. But then you have to like use it if you if you do if you do yeah, yeah and if you do make a point of saving it then you have to also use it because it's like what the hell is this stuff in my freezer or whatever. Right. Right. Or you just toss it. Or you just toss it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I think stuff like that is awesome. I think most people, you know, a lot of people don't know a lot about. Persian cooking, yeah, things like that, like, um, or you know, what what are some like Persian techniques, like you're talking about, that people might not know about? Sure. So, um, like rice is a really big, like, so much of the food incorporates rice. So, okay. like, white rice, which you may think is just like just white rice, is actually a, a like it can be a very complicated thing to make. It is a com- it can be very complicated, right? Um, because it's not like so, it's not like Chinese. It's not it's not like sticky rice. Yeah, it's definitely um, long grains of fluffy rice. Okay. And when you cook it, um, you could get you could do like a I don't know if you've had the tadik, which is like the bottom of the pot of the rice when you cook the rice. So so the way that you make this really great rice is that when you're cook, when the rice you're boiling rice yeah. with water and a little bit of oil. And you're boiling it, and once it's um, uh, once it's like halfway cooked, like part cooked, um, you drain it, and then you can, and then when you put it back into the same exact existing pot, you can mix like a layer of it with a little bit of oil and usually saffron, okay, um, and like a little bit of water, and you mix that, and you make the bottom crust essentially, and then mm. you gently pour the rest of the rice on top of it. Oh wow! So it's like a crispy bottom with like fluffy middle. Yeah. So mm-hmm. then when you cook it and then halfway through that after, so then you cover it and you cook it on the low. And then like after it steams a little bit, you put like a tea towel or like a paper towel in between the lid and the pot itself. Okay. And continue cooking on a low heat and that absorbs all the excess moisture out of the, like the pot and the rice. So yeah. that's what so makes the rice fluffy. Oh, wow. And then the bottom part of the rice totally like caramelizes the, the oil and the I saffron and it's like this crunchy. So then when you like, are done cooking it and you're, you're done cooking it and you flip it out or you pour it out however way you're presenting it then you have this like coveted tadik mm. which literally translates to bottom of the pot which is like crunchy and golden color oh, that sounds awesome so i mean rice is actually very complicated to make so it's probably not like something that's like okay well that was like overload but it's um no, I, I mean yeah, i'm, I'm still like learning a... how to make really good rice there's like several techniques involved in that, but like yeah, yeah. I mean, I've made rice like okay, I have boiling bag, throw it in the yeah, boiling water, totally. done. As have I, you know. <laughs> right, like that's about my extensive rice, but that's yeah, and like awesome. you know, in like 
you know, Persian women or like people who cook Persian food, you know, they pride themselves on their rice, how they make their rice. Okay. You, yeah. Like that's a big thing. You yeah. Know, long like strands. Italian women and their tomato sauce or their meatballs. Yeah. Right. Totally. So what are the other like kind of staples of Persian cooking? Um, a lot of, so there's a lot of meats. There's also a lot of like vegetables and stews. Um, so like braising meat and vegetables or, or herbs, like different like stews that we call khoresht that you like serve on top of your rice. So think of like a thicker curry, oh, okay, like a thicker curry. And you don't, and I feel like with curry, we typically use a lot more curry than we do rice. Okay. Or like, it's kind of like, it's all like saturated in the rice is all saturated with the curry. Which with Persian food is not necessarily like that. You usually have like a on your plate you'll have like a bed of rice and then you have this thick um, stew, for lack of a better word, curry um, on top of it. And okay. then you, and so it's not so it's kind of like you're not like mixing it all completely together. It kind of each each piece ha- kind of has its own like integrity. Okay. And like a common thing would be like some sort of vegetable, like a eggplant or ce- you know one dish would have eggplant, dish, another dish could have like celery. Um, usually with like herbs or tomato sauces and then stewed either with or without meat. And the meat is, can be, could be lamb, could be beef, could be chicken. Okay. And then really savory. Pretty much every food has turmeric in it. Okay. Anything that you cook pretty much has turmeric in it. And then also like kebabs and stuff like that too. So the way that like a Persian kebab would be like ground beef cooked on flat, um, skewer. Like right above the flame, but okay. not touching the grill. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you you can't like let it sit on the grill because then it'll separate from the skewer. Right. right. So it's, you're constantly flipping it, and you have to have like the perfect flame to do it. And so a lot of times that like when we go out to Persian restaurants, we'll have like more like, I'll, I'll, me and my family, for example, because we'll eat a more more of the stews at home. Yeah. But like the kebabs are like extra special, you know, have yeah. kebab or like Cornish game hen. Yeah. Like with like. You know, with uh, saffron and, and lemon yeah. on it, or marinated in that. And right. You go over with open flame, or like filet, they call it bag. It's like the filet cut thin on the skewers. And they that cooked. sounds yummy. Yeah, has like chai on it. Oh, very good. What mm-hmm. was that Persian place in San Francisco that we took us to? I don't know where that was. Did you take us there? I think we were going to go there. Lavash. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. Make a day is really good. That name from North Beach and Queens and up there. Um, there's a bunch. There's a handful. There's yeah. some more like in the South Bay, like San Jose area. Right. Shalizar is like the building is like their favorite place to go. Shalizar. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Tonight they have like a little brick oven thing that they make fresh bread in. Actually, Lavash just opened like a little side thing to it that they like make fresh bread in there. Yeah. Like flatbread. Right. But yeah. That like feta cheese, a lot of fresh herbs. Like I right. like I eat something, you'll have like a bunch of like a plate of fresh herbs next to you, um, and you kind of eat the fresh herbs like a condiment as you're eating. Oh, okay, that's a nice way to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're pretty tasty. Yeah, it's really flavorful. It is, and it adds like a brightness to like yeah. what you're eating. Yeah, I like that, and like lemon, like you're saying, like oh, lemon yes. always crushes. Lemon, stuff. and and like the, the Persian cooking will actually incorporate lemon. Yeah, like dried. Um, Dried limes, or like okay. like citrus. Oh, okay. Dried um, yeah. limes that they do, and they'll put in a few different dishes, and it actually has like a sour. Um, there's like a sour note to some of the foods, or yeah. like a sweet and sour type right. of thing too. Okay. A lot of pomegranate, which can be kind of like sour and tart. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. So, so anyway, so like, that's it. Like, like Persian food, like that's my life. That <laughs> and like cooking and just food in general. So yeah, that's what I do. I take pictures of food. I write about it and I <laughs> eat it. it. I make and it. I eat it. to do videos. Yes. Like teach people. Yeah. Because it, like, it just doesn't have to be that complicated. I think that's like right. what, what I'm trying to um, communicate via Beats Eats is like it doesn't have to be that complicated like you can throw together like a delicious meal and it doesn't have to be this complicated thing right it looks like it's so difficult but right it's really easy to throw together right and then like you know and making Persian food kind of accessible to people educating people like what it is and like being able to use certain ingredients and the, the yeah. ingredients are becoming more and more common too like before like pomegranate was like really hard to find right but now it's like every place has like pomegranate juice yeah you can get pomegranates pretty much like all year round right um pomegranate molasses which was like you could only get it at like certain places now like a lot of the stores will carry that on their shelves oh wow i've never heard of that yeah pomegranate molasses they use it for this dish with walnuts actually um fesenjun where it's ground walnuts and pomegranate molasses uh cooked down um with like what your basically your meat of choice yeah. and it's delicious. Ooh. I love it. Yeah, I have great. I have that recipe on my blog, but not a video of it. But I have like pictures and step by step of how to do it. So people can just go and look up all your awesome recipes. Yeah, and so like the recipes that I like learned from like my mom and like my aunties and yeah, just experience and things like that. And just throwing stuff together. And yeah, taste. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah. think it's great. I mean, like you said, I think. Um, you know, I think so many people just have no exposure to Persian food. Right. They have no idea, mm -hmm. like, how delicious it is. I mean, I think that's one of the advantages, obviously, of living in a city like San Francisco is that right. you just get exposed to every type of food, but you go into, you know, some places and they don't, they've never even heard of it. Right. You know, and it's like, it just seems so foreign and exotic. And it's like, no, it's really just right. everyday ingredients. Yeah. Katie, Katie Gobo has made Fisinjun, like, I think oh, really? multiple times. Because oh, they, wow. it, aside from me, from them going to Shalizar and really enjoying it. Right. And Katie making it. And Eddie has had my mom's Fisinjun, has had Shalizar's Fisinjun. And he says that the best Fisinjun he's ever had is the one that Katie has made for himself. Oh, that was pretty impressive. That is impressive. Yeah. Well, those two, though, they're not like, quick cooks and they're like, we're gonna, you know, put this pork aside for three days and let it age or whatever the hell it is. And they're, yeah. They take their time. They enjoy the process. Yeah. Okay. And the results show it. So. Yeah. But yeah. No, and I think like, you know, what we were talking about, unlike the Gobos, I think a lot of people are very overwhelmed by just the thought of cooking in general and like yeah. cooking for themselves. And they think it's so much more complicated than it really is and even like more expensive yeah. to just throw something healthy together right and it's really not and, and it's really like, not and a lot of times it's like there's just stuff that you could get from your local grocery store like you know one stop get all the stuff that you need and can make whatever whatever it is right you know that you want like getting like for example like lamb so we to some people cooking lamb is just like what the like i can't cook lamb and it's yeah. like okay yeah, you could go to a great restaurant and have some really amazing food and have it do it. But it also has, like, a pricey, like, you know, the price tag is, like, you know, have to do a little price tag on it sometimes. Right. But there's also the satisfaction of making it at home. And you can go get, like, you know, I know not everyone likes lamb, but I love lamb. Right. You can go get, like, a rack of, ri a rack of lamb, uh, like a well, lamb, 
lamb chops, like yeah. a rack of lamb chops uh-huh. from your grocery store for like 20 bucks, less than that. But then you get home and then you just slice the rack, like basically with a knife. You just cut in between the bones down. Right. And then you get a hot pan, put a little bit of oil on it, and basically like put it in there. Wait, salt and pepper at first. Like a frying pan. Like a frying pan. And put it in there and like not even yeah. two minutes per side, two minutes per side, and take it out. And it's done. Seriously? That's yeah. it. That's it. That's it. You know, wow. to get an even better char on it, like, um, before you throw it onto the uh, pan, just blot it with a paper towel because then it's, like, more dry. Because if you salt and pepper it, it brings some moisture out. Just blot it with the thing and just throw it in the pan. That's it. And then wow. you have lamb. Two and then, minutes on your side. Yeah. And, like, you can go and get, like, a, you know, like, lamb chops. You get, like, two pieces of lamb chops for, like, 25 bucks. And you're like, dude, I, yeah, and you're like, I got, or like, you have a special like occasion or like a date night or like an anniversary or something, and you make something like that. Yeah. And you get like make, like a beet salad to go next to it. Beet salad. Yeah, I love beets. But I like basically, you. they have. Do you ever get like the beets in the in the like produce that are already cooked in the produce department that are already cooked? Uh, no. Oh. I didn't. I don't think I know about those. Yeah, I mean, I get the ones from Trader Joe's. They have it. I never market they have at Costco too but it's basically like six small beets six six it's like six small beets that are like basically like a shrink wrapped little thing in a little cardboard container shrink wrapped not styrofoam not styrofoam not styrofoam shrink wrapped yeah they're cooked and they're ready to go so you just when you get them home you snip it out when you want to use them you snip them out of the container and like slice them up or put them into chunks or whatever and put it in a bowl and you can, like, you know, if you have some goat cheese. Are they, like, you your just, normal, just like, pickled it. beets, like you would get in a can that you just... Yeah, but they're not... They're not canned. Yeah, they're, they're steamed, actually. Steamed. They're steamed. I did once buy, like, real beets. Yeah. Like, Which is great. Real, like, fresh yeah. beets and tried to... Totally. Make those. Yeah, and, and, and the problem with beets is sometimes they could just get, like, be a little bit messy. But, yeah, you get beets, you chop them up, you throw them in the oven... Like I do with They're like basically like potatoes, you right? Can make all like potatoes, right? And like roasted potatoes are delicious. Yeah, just wash them, chop them into whatever shape. Like just try to do a cube of I some whatever. It. Yeah, it doesn't have to be all exactly the same size. It doesn't have to be like exactly three quarters of an inch. Just chop it up, throw some salt and pepper, and throw it in the oven at four hundred degrees. Till they're edible. Well, I like twenty minutes in, I take them out and flip them over. Yeah. Throw them back in for another 20 minutes, and then they're, like, amazing. And I basically do that with every vegetable. Broccoli, yeah. cauliflower. Yeah. All delish. Even beets. throw a chicken in there. Yeah. Roast it up. That's easy enough, too. Yeah. I see. I'm a little intimidated about this. I chicken. Uh, I mean, I do it. I've done it. I actually, if I am going to do it, I usually butterfly it, and then I do it. Oh, really? Yeah. I've done a roasted chicken a couple of times, but... Um, I've even tried a roast. I tried to like slow cook a whole chicken a couple of times. Oh yeah, how'd that work? I mean, the chicken itself is good, but the skin is gross. You gotta yeah, take it's it like off. if you don't want that. Yeah. It's like rubbery and gross. But yeah. roasting a chicken in the oven is super easy. I mean, you just throw it in there. Um, but I have to be honest with you that my like, I'm not even gonna call it a guilty pleasure because I ha- I harbor no guilt about this. <laughs> I really enjoy just, this pleasure. pleasure. I get my um, rotisserie chicken from Costco um, and they do a really great job yeah. they actually take like a huge loss Costco oh really on chicken it takes a huge loss on the chicken because that gets everyone in the door too it's like four ninety nine. it's like a, what do you call it a cow or yeah something like that or... I think it's a, I, <laughs> I forget or 
whatever it is, it's getting people in the door because that is delicious. It's huge chicken. I think That's it's like all funny. natural. Yeah, thing. I've had them. My parents are like pretty much addicted to Costco. Yeah, I'm pretty much addicted to that chicken. They have a lot of good food at Costco. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, but no, like the I chicken, I use pleasure. totally. Should and I use it. Is no, it, really it should. No, it's not. It's not. And, and I'm okay with not cooking the chicken. I'm okay not cooking that. Like, I'm happy to use yeah. that rotisserie chicken and then use that chicken in, a, like, a whole host of different recipes that I do. Like, my curry chicken salad, I'll get the rotisserie chicken. Yeah. And I'll mix it. I'll make, like, a I curry sauce. I do my salad sometimes that I make for dinner. Yeah. Oh, my but God. But now it's like, wait, they're selling the shredded. Well, great. Even better. Even better. It's already done for you. Yeah. You it's, just don't get the, the yummy, crispy can. Right. I mean, it's perfect for salads, but or if you're going to. Yeah. Like the the chicken curry salad that I make, I make like I mix yogurt with a like a like two tablespoons of curry powder, a teaspoon of turmeric, salt and pepper. Mix like mix it all up, and then throw rotisserie chicken in it. And if I have some cabbage, I'll chop like thinly slice some cabbage in there. And then maybe like something sweet, like a raisin or like a little bit of an apple, Ooh, and put it in there. And like it's great. Serve that on top of a salad or in between bread for a sandwich. Yeah, that sounds delish. Yeah, that's a go-to. I'm using the rotisserie chicken. Is that like the warm chicken, or is that like the, the, the yeah. leftover chicken? They could be left, the leftover chicken. Usually, when I get a chicken, I like to eat like you know a cup, like have one meal with just like rotisserie chicken, right? Straight with the skin and all that stuff. Yeah. And then there'll be like a recipe or two that I'll incorporate. Like I'll make something like that, or like you know like enchiladas or something that's kind of fun to use with the already cooked chicken. Yeah. Or just the whole series of stuff. Like, I'll sometimes buy prepared curry. Yeah. Like, it's a vegetarian curry I get with, like, garbanzo beans in it and, like, a chana masala type of thing. Yeah. And I'll make rice, and I'll either make chicken or use rotisserie chicken mm-hmm. and use a prepared sauce, throw some naan in the freezer, from the freezer to the oven. Yeah. That up and, like, I have a semi-homemade, so I'll make a whole bowl of yogurt, throw some green onions if I have it. That and like, great. And it's, like... A homemade meal. Like, it yeah, is. I didn't make the sauce, and maybe the chicken was, like, made by Costco. But I have a great okay. meal that I'm having at home with my family that we've cooked some of it, and we're, you know. Yeah. It's perfect. It's and we can sit down and have a great meal together. Yeah, exactly. That's and it's so taken, much. like, half it's an hour. yogurt, though. Like, that, that's not, like, regular yogurt, right? Yeah, I use, use regular plain yogurt. Just plain yogurt that you buy at the supermarket. Yep. Oh, I, I don't okay. even have to do Greek yogurt. Oh, okay. I mean, like, Greek yogurt is great, too, but, like, regular yogurt, plain, not vanilla, plain. And you have everything. You can mix that up with, like, cucumber if you want or, like, shallots. Right. And have, like, a little dip with it. Yeah. That stuff's always yummy. Yeah, so. so what's your, your favorite thing to cook? Which, do you have a favorite? Or is that, like, there's too uh, many things to like, question? I, I wouldn't say that it's necessarily one thing in particular, but, like, if I go into my fridge and pull together a great meal based on, like, ingredients that I have, that's, like really exciting for me (laughs) like I feel really good about that yeah that's a fun thing to do you know like if we and sometimes like you know if I go out to dinner and I'll get a big steak and I can't finish all of it I'll use that steak like in the morning like with some eggs steak and eggs or like slice it up and put on top of a salad for lunch right like I get like I I, I get excited about stuff like that yeah so I think that like love making tacos we were talking about that earlier but like tacos are really fun to make yeah braised beef or, or like you know Paul does like a pork shoulder that he he's uh, perfecting the recipe for oh yeah yeah and then it's great and then you land like 
pork tacos or like you know right. slow cooked beef tacos or yeah. fish tacos. Yeah, and I'll use fish. I'll either make fish, or there are these wild cod beer battered, like prepared ones. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. In the frozen section, like basically, yeah. as my brother likes to say, like fish sticks. But they're not. They're like big fillets <laughs> of like wild cod that are beer battered. <laughs> And hey, it would taste better than me making it, and I feel good yeah. about it. And so you put those in the oven, yeah. And then like with you know tortillas, corn right. tortillas, you can kind of grill those up if you want to, like on the stove to make it a little special, more special, but you don't have to. That and like some red cabbage to slice it up. Yeah, like that up. Maybe some avocado. Oh wow, delish. Yeah, cilantro, and then that's it. Like amazing. Right. Yeah. And I'll make I'll mix like yogurt with a little like uh, chipotle and adobosa. Like I have it in the fridge, so yeah. you buy you buy a can of it and you put it in a mason jar and you leave it in your fridge and like you, every time you use like a tiny bit of it, okay. mix it mix it with yogurt and then like drizzle that on top, and like it's so fun, it's so easy, and it's yeah. great. And it's like Taco Tuesday any night of the week. It's so delicious and so different and so easy. Yeah, and I'm eating so good easy. quality stuff and I'm kind of like I'm making it in my house. Right. And I can have friends over and we can have taco night. <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah. So that stuff makes me happy. Yeah. You're always a great hostess. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> We're hosting a brunch coming up. Yeah. For Sonia's birthday. Oh, yeah. Like, what's on the menu for that? I think we're going to make, um, I don't know completely, but I was thinking like steak and egg tacos. Oh. And maybe like a big filet of like salmon or something. Oh, wow. And then maybe like a baked French bread, like French toast bake oh, thing. Oh, casserole. I love yeah. those. Those are pretty yummy, too. Yeah. Well, that sounds delicious, as usual. Thank you. So is your family all going to be there and everything? I think so. so Not yeah. everyone, but... So your family... So what is your background exactly? Your parents... So I'm 100% Persian. Okay. Um, I was born in San Francisco. My parents moved to San Francisco probably like 46 years ago or something like that. It's a long time ago. Oh, Okay. Before the revolution, before any of that stuff, they came to San Francisco. My, my oh, okay. I wasn't here. sure if they, if you were like first generation American or. Well, I am first generation, so I, that yeah. makes me first generation. My, I was, right. I was born here. My parents weren't. Yeah, um, I was. I just wasn't sure if your parents were born here. No, they were younger, but they were married out there. They came here, and then I was born in San Francisco. I grew up in Marin, just north of San Francisco, and then I went to San Francisco State for college, and then I started marketing. And I worked in San Francisco um, at different uh, advertising agencies and did marketing and media. And then I moved to New York for uh, about four years uh, where I started dating my husband, like now husband. Right. Paul. He, uh, we, we became friends and started dating out there and got married out there and then moved back to San Francisco um, a few years later. And now I've been back in San Francisco for about three years and. I have, a, I have a daughter. Her name is Sonia, and she's almost two years old. So it's been a flash. Sounds like a life story. Yeah, but my parents are Persian. Um, and, and they're still in the area. Yep, they're, they're in, in Marin still. They travel to Iran every year for maybe like a, a few months per year. They're retired. They still have a lot of family there? They have a few siblings and some cousins, and, you know, do nieces you, and nephews and back? stuff. How often? I would say I probably average going back to Iran like maybe once every five years or okay. something like that. The last time I went was before I got married. It was right before I got married. Oh, really? Yeah, so that was like four years ago, I guess. Four, four or five years. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. Almost five years ago, I guess. 
is the last time that I went. And it's pretty cool. Like, there's, like, talk about amazing food there. Yeah. And so much, like, hospitality. And, like, the, the culture is food, you know? Like, right. you show how much you care or respect someone by, like, the food that you put in front of them or what, what you share with them. And Right. So everyone is all about food and, like, really helping each other. And, you know, it's always been very unfortunate that, like, the government and stuff, you know, just isn't reflective really of what the people are feeling or doing and things like that. But right. Hopefully that will all change and a better life for everybody. But, um, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, but I've always enjoyed my trips when I've gone and everyone has, like, treated me with a lot of respect and right. been super friendly and nice and things like that. I'm very curious about, like, American culture and what's in fashion and, and what do you guys do and eat and all this stuff. And like, fashion is, like, really whatever you want to wear. I'm like, is horizontal stripes or vertical stripes in season this year? I'm like, um... <laughs> And so what about here? Can I ask you, like, do you, did your family ever get, like, harassed or anything like that? Or your parents ever face any sort of, like, racism or anything? Or your brothers or you? Not really. Not really. You know, we live in, like, the Bay Area. So yeah. there's a lot of different cultures and stuff like that. And I And it's really unfortunate to see that happening across the country. But, I mean, like, sure. I mean, there's no, I wouldn't say that I have examples of people being outright rude or disrespectful oh, well, that's good. you know so i think that i'm hear that. blessed that because i am muslim right. so it's like you know people can be af- really afraid of things that they don't know and, and make you know assumptions yeah and my husband is catholic you know and like you know yeah but we're you know we're living the dream <laughs> you are what really are i really am i really am um, so no, thankfully, I don't think, I mean, I think it was just definitely very awkward for, especially for like my brothers, especially when there was like the, you know, like the, or like before that, like the hostage situation, oh. like when they were growing up oh. and like, you know, how embarrassing, you know, it's just yeah. like yeah. so awful. And like, you know, people like don't want that stuff to happen. It's not like, oh, yay. You know, like, right. And every time there's any type of like, you know, like any time that there's like any unfortunate news that you hear, it's always like, oh my God, I hope that like, they're not Muslim. Oh my God, I hope that they're not Christian. Right. Like, you know, yeah. it's like, don't mess yeah. it up for everybody. You know, like, right. come on, exactly. people. And then, like, and people that. who, like, aren't exposed to people from different cultures or nationalities right. or religions, like, don't know. Like, you know, they don't have, yeah. they don't know that, like, that doesn't represent right. so they people, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I've talked a lot on the show about ranting about the stupidity of, racism but it's true it's right. just exposure you know like it, absolutely have exposure to those kind of things which is why i mean i think like through food is obviously like a universal thing and yes it's awesome that yeah you know to expose people to the culture and the you know like the same sort of generosity of spirit that any ethnic culture has right. sharing food yeah. right like your family you know like an italian family or right. like a greek family right. or like you know a whole list of like a you know, family from Mexico or Latin America, you know, like everyone is so willing to, you know, share their culture through their food with you, you know? Yeah. Such a big part of their lives, big part of my life. Yeah. Um, big part of like Persian And it's life. also an easy way to be exposed to other cultures, like try, just yes, try their food. Totally. <laughs> or go to their restaurant and see like, oh, this delicious. is how they do it. These are the ingredients they use. This is the decorations that they have. Right. Um. So, yeah, so Persian food is, uh, you know, in Iran we speak Farsi. So it's different from many of the kind of the culture. Iran is kind of like its own little, like, it, it doesn't speak Arab. It speaks Farsi. So okay. um, that's really, that and some like little neighboring regions will speak Farsi. But yeah. we speak Farsi and the foods are cardamom, turmeric, saffron. Like, saffron is, like, grows in Iran, like, the altitude of 
Oh, okay. Saffron can only grow, I think, in a few places in the world, and Iran is one of them. is a big exporter of it. Um, also, like um, pistachios. Oh, really? Pistachios, yeah. Pistachios are big. Persian things. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, totally. Persian pistachios, like, toasted with, like, um, lime and saffron. Oh. Yeah, and salty. Yeah. My husband's grandfather, like, had them. We brought them. I brought them for him. And he was chasing him. He was, like, he, he had to go out and buy, like, different pistachios to come and, like, do, like, a taste test of it because he was, like, well, how come these are so delicious? And it's just, like, kind of, like, the, the meatiness of the Persian pistachios, like, wow, very right. unique. and Yum. Yeah. Oh, I'll have to get some of those. Yeah, I have some of them, so, from San Francisco. That's All right. Excellent. But, yeah, like, yeah, it's all food all the time. But I do enjoy it. Yes. Well, I think it shows through your pictures and your loving images. Of Thanks. Food. Thanks. So, you know, I'm working on it. Um, yeah. Like I said, I am living the dream. So I'm yeah. I'm doing that. And um, Yeah, you're killing it. You've been doing a lot. And yeah. So, like, I can't always, like, work so fast on it. But, like, my next, I think my next moves are making more videos. Because I made a few videos of basically just, like, high speed of me cooking right. a dish. Yeah. Um, and, uh, they've gotten good, I've gotten good feedback on it and people are receptive to it. So I think that I'm going to try to do more of that. Right. Good. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. So that and like, you know, learn how to make a Persian dish in less than two minutes. Perfect. And can I just do that? Well, that's great. And we will all be the better for it. All right. So beatseats.com. Yep. Follow me on um, Instagram and Facebook. I can vouch. Please they are all very delicious looking meals. Thank you. Your stuff always looks good. And I do. I honestly, like, I love your Persian stuff. Just looking at it. Yeah, thank like, you. So it is so different. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you yeah. don't even think of putting things together. But it looks so awesome. So Yeah, or that fresh mint, just putting in some hot water to, like, mint to your mint. Yeah, and things like that. Yeah, you, you need to do some videos like that. Here are some great other things to do with mint. Yes. Think that put in your mint. And then that rotisserie chicken. Which at the end of the rotisserie chicken, after I've eaten all the chicken off of it, I make a stock out of the chicken bones. Oh. And how do you do that? Which is, like, my favorite. Like, okay. I think, like, the rotisserie chicken is my favorite thing ever. Because I <laughs> use, And then I make the... So the broth, basically, I just cover the bone... Put the bones in a pot. Cover it with water. Okay. With water. Yeah. And then boil it. And it's just, like, the bare bones with, like, little random sweetening and stuff? Or not even? You don't even have to. If you want, if you like, you know, if there's meat on there, yeah, sure, great. But you don't have to. It's just the bones. And you basically let it cook for an hour and then strain the bones out. Like use a colander or whatever. Okay. And then you have all this great broth. That's it. That's all you That's do. it. And so with the broth, I'll either make a lentil soup or whatever it is I'm making I, that I need broth for. You just freeze it? Or you well, I'll, right use, I'll use some of it like right away or I'll freeze it. And the way what I do to freeze it is I'll get a Ziploc bag. And I'll get like two cups of chicken broth with the day's date on it. And then I pour two cups of chicken broth in it, seal it up, put it flat in the freezer. Yeah. And then it like Sweet. freezes. And then when I want to like cook something and I yeah. need like two cups of chicken broth, I can use there stuff that I've made. So you don't even have to like season it or anything? You just put no. the water. Wow. No. You don't have to use season it. I mean, you I mean, you'll season it when you want to make whatever right. it is that you want to make. Wow. I didn't even realize that it's that easy. It's so easy. And it, there's something so satisfying making and using your own chicken broth. Like, yeah. it's ridiculous. I could see that. I mean, it's just one more step of, like, from scratch. Yeah. And you're using something you already have. Right. You know, that you were just going to chop anyway. 
So yeah, if you have like vegetable scraps or something like that and you want to throw those in there and cook it, that's great too. Right. Especially if you're going to use it for like a chicken soup or something like that. Yeah. You know, I actually, the other time, I don't always do this, but I did do it, is I put it in an ice cube tray. And then after it froze, I put it all into a big Ziploc. So like now when I'm cooking and I want like just like a little bit of chicken, I throw two of those in there and it's like even better. better. That's awesome. Yeah. Another great tip. I'm full of these great tips. You know. <laughs> I'm full of them. All right, well, there you go. Just go to Eats and you will uh, get even more. Yeah, thanks. Did you Did you have some questions for me? Or? Well, I just wanted you to talk more about the Audra Show for me. <laughs> this is the Audra Show. This yeah. is it. Yeah, I mean, it's great. This is what we do. We just uh, sit around chatting about the things that people chat about. Like, yeah. I mean, I feel like if we were sitting around ha- having, like, if I had never heard of your blog, uh-huh. and, you know, I would just be asking you these questions, like, what's it about, and blah, 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 yeah. and I'm like, oh, I'm going to tell all my friends about it, but this is just <laughs> a faster way to be able to do that. No, it's awesome. I love how you, I love what you're doing, and it's really exciting. And, and I'm, I'm like, it's awesome that we can cross-promote stuff, and, like, yeah. you know, people will be able to go and see uh, the stuff we ate. Yeah. And totally. I don't know. And just supporting each other's, you know, yeah. craft or. Um, we have. We've always supported each other. Just even doing it. We could get up and yeah, actually go out and do something. Yeah. And also like messaging each other. Like, did you work on your, right. did you do your work this week? Right. I even if we never did keep to a good routine. I think we did. We kept each other. Push each other. Yeah. And even kept each other like on track. I think consistently as we yeah. wanted to, but yeah. I think we both did. We both got into a place where we're doing it. Yeah. So yeah, awesome. it's great, and Yay. I look forward to doing it more. Yay us! Yay us! Totally. All right, and well, that's uh, episode number forty-eight. Thank you again. Yay! Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, and please go check out Beats Eats. You will not regret it. I yeah. promise. And thank you. Thank you for listening to the Audra Show, and uh, hopefully we will chat with you again soon.